Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, 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 guys, it's another Sunday night. So you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Delvina, a psychiatrist here in South Florida. And um, every Sunday night, there's a new episode of the Brain Love Podcast. I am so sorry I'm late tonight. I was on travel. I've been on travel for about the last week or so, going to different parts of the United States, mainly on the West Coast. So I've been to Seattle, to Idaho, to Portland, Oregon, that is not Portland, Maine, and um, now I'm in California. So it's been um, it's been a busy week. So I just wanted to get on here and share with you some information. I'm not going to hold you long tonight. You know, some of my episodes are about an hour. Sometimes they go over an hour. Um, so tonight I'm going to give you a quickie. <laughs> and the quickie is to talk about breakfast because breakfast is so instrumental to our mental health and wellness. And I want to ensure that everyone is eating properly as we should. You are what you eat. So I have a recommendation for some healthy foods that you should eat for breakfast, and it does not include eggs and bacon. So if you're eating eggs and bacon, bacon, excuse me, every morning, I got to shame you for it. You got to get away from that. That is something that you can indulge in on the weekend, like for a Sunday brunch or a Saturday brunch. But Monday through Friday, we should all make a concerted effort to have a healthy breakfast, one that includes some or some of or at least one of these foods that I will I will um, discuss with you guys tonight. Why is it important to have a healthy breakfast? Well, you know, anytime that I share information for you, I give you justification for why I am sharing this information. Deciding what to eat for breakfast can be challenging for some, and especially people who have a tight income or may have some financial challenges. But Listen, I promise you, it can be affordable to eat healthy. Skipping breakfast should not be an option because skipping breakfast deprives you of the energy you need for the day. So we should not skip breakfast. Your carbohydrates, your proteins, and your fats, this ratio may vary depending on your diet and your weight goals. But for the most part, it's safe to say that every person, unless you have an allergy to these things, every person should be eating their fair share of fruits and veggies, especially the green veggies, as well as some whole grains. And yeah, you can throw some eggs in there. And some people like to stay away from dairy, so they don't want to do yogurt, but you can do other types of yogurt like uh, nut yogurt, like there's coconut yogurt, there's um, oat yogurt, there's cashew yogurt, yogurt, excuse me. So there's different variations of yogurt, but you want to aim for a breakfast that combines a good combination, a combination of fiber, a little bit of protein and some carbohydrates. There's a lot to choose from. And again, you don't don't want to make bacon and eggs and grits your everyday thing because those things are going to lead to bad health really quickly or over time. So the National Institutes of Health advise that consuming enough nutrients, again, it's your proteins, your fats, your vitamins, your minerals, 
and water, as well as some carbohydrates can give you energy that you need for the day. Um, we're going to talk about what you should eat. Monday through Friday, I try my best to have a lot of fruit on my plate at breakfast. Fruit can include avocado. Some people will consider avocado a vegetable, but it can go either way, veggie or fruit. So I like to have my avocado and it's the Haas avocado, the smaller ones. I cut it in half and I eat both halves. I sprinkle some lemon pepper on there or some sea salt and some regular black pepper. And I just spoon it out of the out of the skin. You know, I don't cut it up and all that. I take a spoon and I just dip it in because they're soft and I pull it up and eat that. It's so good. It's delicious. It has what we call the good fat. So I try to have an avocado on most days. I also like to have uh, blueberries. Blueberries are very healthy for us. They do so many things. And I'm starting with blueberries first because blueberries, if you follow me, you know, I always talk about blueberries because it is a brain love food. Remember those pamphlets that I wrote and um, I began selling on Amazon. They're black illustrated and black written by yours truly. You can get them on Amazon. It's brain food and brain sleep. Brain food lists all of the, well, most, because, you know, you, we should shy away from saying all or never, but lists most of the brain love foods and blueberries are listed in there. They You can eat them fresh or frozen. They are packed full of antioxidants, man. I mean, just so many antioxidants. What are antioxidants? These are the things that we need to uh, pair up with these free radicals. Free radicals are the bad things floating around in our bodies. These free radicals get created just from living, just on a, a day-to-day uh, daily living process. We create free radicals and those free radicals float around and they're available to do bad things in our bodies. But if we have antioxidants from our diet, we can actually absorb or the antioxidants will pair up with those free radicals and your body gets rid of the free radicals. So there was a study in 2014. This is a published study that showed regularly eating blueberries may improve your brain function, things like your memory and your motor skills. So man, my memory's on fleek because I eat my blueberries all the time. If there's blueberries, I'm eating them things. I also buy um, blueberries from the grocery store and they don't, they don't have to be organic blueberries. Sometimes it's a little challenging because they might be sour or they might be a little tart, but if you get the perfect pint of blueberries, they will be sweet and yummy and it's just like candy. So blueberries have high concentrations of anthocyanins, which is a powerful antioxidant. I was just talking about that. By having these antioxidants, we get rid of the free radicals in our brain and our bodies. And so this, what, this is what can protect the brain from damage and disease. So this helps think, it helps to ward off things like dementia or um, memory loss because we're getting rid of those free radicals that are floating around in our body, as well as helping us in terms of our hearts. So blueberries are also healthy for the heart. So that's one of the first foods I'm recommending that everyone eats on a regular basis. Again, unless you have some sort of allergy to blueberries or uh, something that's contained in the blueberry. Now let's go on to the next fruit. Now the next fruit or the next food. People will tell you, start your day by drinking water. And I would say drink room temperature water. You could also squeeze some lemon in it. Sometimes people will boil water or have some hot water with lemon. That's a great start. It's not considered food, of course, but it's a good start. 
It's a good start to your day. So again, we're going to have fruit on our on our breakfast plate. You want your plate to be colorful and um, you want to have as much as you can on there so that you get all your daily servings. And by starting off, you can check the box, man. You're starting it off early in the day. You're starting off in the morning. So you know, okay, I've, I've had my fruit for the day. All I have to do now is get some veggies in unless you got some veggies on that breakfast plate, like the avocado I mentioned. Sometimes people have kale or some quinoa, which I think quinoa would fall would fall under fiber more so than fruit or vegetable. Um, the American Heart Association advises not to skip breakfast. I just want to emphasize that again. In 2017, the American Heart Association reported that nearly two-thirds of people who skip breakfast do not meet their daily nutritional needs. So by skipping breakfast, you're skipping a moment, you're skipping a meal that affords you the opportunity to have fruit. It also noted that people who skip breakfast have a high risk of health conditions like diabetes, which is elevated blood sugar, as well as heart disease and high cholesterol. And high cholesterol can lead to heart disease because you're blocking up or clogging up your arteries and your vessels. Um, high cholesterol can lead to things like a brain stroke. Um, I'm sorry, brain attack known as a stroke or a heart attack known as an MI, a myocardial infarction. Also, skipping breakfast can increase your risk of being overweight and obese, which again, these are contributors to heart disease, as well as obesity is a, contrib a contributor to diabetes as well. Skipping meals may decrease our caloric intake, but not eating breakfast may actually work against our diet. And it's because breakfast restores our energy, maintains our blood sugar levels, and prevents binge eating throughout the day because we satisfy our appetite from the start of the morning. Pardon me. So you want to have these fiber and nutrients and the carbohydrates, minimal carbs that might help increase focus and also the protein and low fat, which helps to build strong muscles. Um, so let's talk about drinks, right? I mentioned water. Start your day first with water. It can be warm water, hot water with some lemon in there. But also there are studies that show that coffee can have a variety of benefits. It's not all bad. Some evidence suggests that there's a link between drinking coffee and a reduced risk of illnesses like certain cancers, liver disease, Parkinson's disease, type 2 diabetes. Coffee also has antioxidants and other compounds that help to reduce inflammation, which is why coffee can be a nice contributor to warding off those diseases that I just mentioned, the Parkinson's, the type 2 diabetes, the certain cancers, the liver disease. Caffeine is considered an organic substance and it helps to enhance our energy production, which I think is why some people become quote unquote addicted to coffee because it gives them the energy and the boost that they need in the morning, which you don't want to have to depend on having coffee for that. Um, I drink coffee because I like the taste, which is the same reason as to why I like a nice bourbon because I like the taste. I don't drink it because I need it to make me feel a certain way. Once you cross the line of drinking or consuming something because of how it makes you feel, I think you're teetering on uh, risking developing an addiction or an overuse disorder. 
Like caffeine, or excuse me, like coffee, tea has also proven in research that it can reduce diseases like diabetes, again, elevated blood sugar, but also arthritis. Tea is rich, also rich in antioxidants. These are known as cotechins, which may reduce cancer risk. Um, and I was reading something recently about green tea. So if you follow me on Instagram, Instagram, which is Dr. Delvina, D-R-D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, you may notice that on my page, I have boiled lemongrass. I have fresh lemongrass that's been cut. I put it in a teapot and steep it. And I drink lemongrass in the mornings, but lately I've been drinking green tea as well. Green tea is healthy for you and has many benefits. Also, um, in the green tea or in the lemongrass, I use honey. I love me some honey and these types of, of, of drinks. So these are the things you can drink in the morning, but also orange juice a little bit. Be careful with drinking orange juice. You don't want to overindulge because orange juice, of course, is high in sugar. Um, it's a classic morning drink. And if you're going to drink orange juice, I recommend you drink the orange juice that's fortified with vitamin D. So you get that additional support or that extra benefit. Um, vitamin D, you uh, the orange juice should be fortified with vitamin D. We also know that um, by having vitamin D in our system, it helps to reduce cancer cell growth and inflammation. Um Orange juice cannot be a complete breakfast. I've seen um, some of growing up, some of my friends, they'll have a cup of or a glass of orange juice. You know, we're walking to school. I stop by their house because their house is in between my house and the schoolhouse. I stop by their house and they have a glass of orange juice for breakfast. That should not be a complete breakfast. You should pair your orange juice with something, whether if you're going to indulge in eggs that day, maybe a vegetable omelet or some avocado toast or some oatmeal. We know that orange juice contains vitamin C. so. Well, obviously it, it is somewhat healthy for us. Um, and um, the vitamin C can increase the bioavailability of iron if you have iron deficiency anemia. So um, orange juice can serve that purpose. If you're someone who suffers from iron deficiency anemia, anemia then you should consider drinking orange juice, but not a lot. And especially if you have a reflux, things like citrus, um, fruits um, and vegetables, because tomatoes considered uh, not citrus, but acidic, um, those things can actually interfere with digestion and aggravate reflux. So you got to be careful with drinking orange juice and grapefruit juice um, for breakfast if you suffer from reflux. Since we're talking about the citrus family, let's, let's stick to that. Um, so I mentioned orange juice. Grapefruit is on the list of healthy breakfast items because it contains not just vitamin C like orange juice, but it also has vitamin A, potassium, and lycopene. Lycopene is another antioxidant that's uh, associated with the lower risk of stroke. And grapefruit also has high fiber. It has a lot of high fiber. And grapefruit, unlike orange juice, does not impact blood sugar since your body cannot digest it. So see, this is different from oranges and orange juice. Orange juice has a lot of sugar, but grapefruit has high fiber content that does not impact your blood sugar because we're not digesting it. Uh, grapefruit is an excellent choice for those who have diabetes, who are monitoring their blood sugar. 
So if you want to have a well-rounded breakfast, you need to pair that grapefruit with something. Uh, but I want you to be careful because grapefruit can actually uh, interfere with certain medications. So you have to be careful. Talk to your doctor, talk to your primary care physician. If you take any medications and you're also having grapefruit in the morning because it can interfere with some of our prescription medications in terms of how they're broken down or metabolized. So let's get back to the fruits we should be eating. We know again, fruits contain what we need, the essential nutrients like potassium, fiber, vitamin C, and folate. Uh, um, bananas are healthy for us to eat in the morning. So it's a yellow fruit, we know. Um, sometimes when it has that touch of green, which I don't like, but apparently the touch of green is one of the best sources of resistant starch. Resistant starch is a healthy carbohydrate that resists digestion. So I guess similar to that grapefruit that I just mentioned, um, research has found that resistant starch improves our post meal. So after we eat our after meal blood sugar levels and increases the feelings of fullness. So I am not a big banana eater and I don't like those big monkey bananas. I try to eat the little, the smaller ones. I think they're called bananas. I like the smaller bananas. Um, but I remember growing up, my dad would slice up a banana and put it with his, um, to what was it? Total, his, his total, his cereal, um, the cereal called Total. He would add slices of banana. Um, you know, my brothers and I, we would eat cornflakes. So, cause I couldn't stand Total back then. So he would put bananas in our cornflakes. Um, cereal, cereal also, by the way, is on the list of healthy food items, but you gotta be careful. I'll get to that in a second of which cereal you select. So you can slice up bananas, getting back to bananas and put it in your cereal or your oatmeal. It adds a natural sweetness. And of course, they are packed full of potassium and they're a good choice for people at high blood pressure. And that's because potassium is an, is an electrolyte that helps to lower blood pressure naturally. So adding bananas to your, your diet, eating them in the morning and considering eating them in the evening or the afternoon, they are full of potassium. So if your doctor has you taking potassium supplements, you just kind of want to discuss with your doctor how many bananas you're eating on a regular basis. Um, let's move on to my next favorite food for breakfast, raspberries. I'm a big berry person. I love blackberries, raspberries, blueberries. We know blackberries can be healthy for us as well. I'll get to that. I am not big on strawberries, but strawberries are on the list of superfoods for breakfast. And it's because they too are high in antioxidants without being high in calories. Strawberries like blueberries are a good source of anthocyanins. Uh, one cup of strawberries contains 85 milligrams of vitamin C, which is damn good, and three grams of fiber. Strawberries are also good for the heart as well. Research found that people were less likely to have a heart attack over 18 years if they ate more than three servings of strawberries or blueberries per week. And Lord, please, I want this to be true because my family has a long history of heart disease and heart attacks and you know, we have had people who've had strokes in my family. So I try to, to stock up on my blueberries. Strawberries, I'm not a fan of, but they're, if they're contained in something, I will eat them. I remember back in the day, I had this um, 
when I was doing research during college, one of my principal principal investigators, his wife would make strawberry pie dog. And I'm, oh, that pie would be so good. It was homemade strawberry pie. Now that was the only exception I made for some damn strawberries. Um, now let's go to the other berries, my favorite raspberries. They contain um, a type of antioxidant, a different one, uh, a Elagatanins, that's the type of antioxidant raspberries contain. Um, they have, uh, we believe they have cancer fighting properties and raspberries too are a great source of vitamin C. You can buy fresh raspberries year round. Um, so it's not like, oh, they're only seasonal. You can buy them year round and they're a great addition in a smoothie or in cereal or in your yogurt or um, in your oatmeal as well. Really quickly, since we're talking about the, the berries, let's talk about blackberries and how blackberries have benefits as well. Blackberries are purple-hued fruits. As we all know, if you don't really eat blackberries, please add them to your diet because they are full of fiber as well, vitamins and minerals, and they are one of the richest sources of anthocyanin pigments, which are compounds, I mentioned this a little earlier, that have powerful cellular protective properties. Add and blackberries in your diet is a great way and a delicious way to care for your health, and eating them may reduce your risk of several health conditions, including heart disease. So again, if you're someone, you want to have a balanced diet, a balanced meal, um, I, I say certain things don't run in the family, but poor nutrition can run in the family because you grow up eating poorly and you don't grow up learning how to eat and how to color your plate and how to have all the building blocks of of um, of your intake. You know, we're supposed to have so much protein, a little bit of carbs, but a lot of uh, green veggies and fruit. So if you don't learn that growing up, you learn to eat carbohydrates and meat. You know, you're eating steak and potato with no greens. You're eating fried chicken and french fries with no greens. You're frying all the time. So if you don't grow up knowing these things, then of course your family develops things like high blood sugar, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, which leads to heart disease. So what we need to know about blackberries, um, they contain a lot of antioxidants, like I just mentioned. And because they have high fiber, they help with gut health. They fuel the... Um, they benefit our gut health by fueling the growth of beneficial bacteria. Not all bacteria are bad. We have beneficial bacteria in our large intestines and they help to support our gut barrier. So it helps with regular and comfortable bowel movements. So this high fiber diet can help protect us against digestive things, digestive conditions like colon cancer and diverticulitis. Of course, blackberries, again, have a lot of antioxidants and things like vitamin C, folate, manganese, vitamin K, magnesium, which all of which we need that. If you're a woman who is striving to get pregnant, add some blackberries to your diet because blackberries um, contain folate, which is a vitamin B necessary that's necessary for maturation of red blood cells. And we know that during pregnancy, folate needs increase by 50%. So if you want to get pregnant, you should be watching your folic acid or your folate intake, um, greens and kale and um, those things have a nice levels of folate or folic acid as do blackberries, as I'm explaining. So blackberries are an excellent fruit choice for pregnant people. Um, blackberries have a con concentrated source of antioxidant and anti-inflammatory compounds, which helps, again, to reduce our free radicals, which, again, helps reduce inflammation. 
So that is, uh, those are the blackberries. So I just wanted to talk about blackberries since we were already talking about blueberries and strawberries and raspberries. So that is the, the berry family. So I, I gave you those four um, fruits that you can eat in the morning in addition to the mention of orange juice, the mention of grapefruits and bananas. Um, cantaloupe is a great addition for breakfast because it contains, again, vitamin C and a lot of vitamin A. So like most melons, like honeydew, cantaloupes are high in high water concentration and like watermelon. So this will help keep you hydrated and full until lunchtime. Watermelon also is a great fruit to add to your plate for breakfast. I love it. I like to order the, we do Instacart at the office at times and we'll, I'll order a bunch of fruit um, and watermelon is always in that grocery list. Um, it's a juicy fruit. It too contains lycopene, and we know that uh, lycopene is found in red fruits and vegetables and that it helps with preventing atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries, which hardening of, of our arteries can lead to strokes and high blood, blood pressure and heart attacks. Um, so cantaloupe, honeydew, watermelon, we're going to put those on the list of things to eat for breakfast. Cranberries can also go on the list. Um, I must admit, I don't eat a lot of cranberries. I love cranberry sauce during the holidays, but I don't eat a lot of cranberries. Um, now, cranberry juice may not contain as much sugar as other fruit juices, so it might be an option. Cranberries do have a protective effect. There is a link um, between cranberries and a lowered risk of certain cram cancers. Cranberries may help fight off uh, certain viruses and foodborne illnesses too. Um, but again, you know, it's not the thing that I'm reaching for. So I guess I'm going to put this in the category of berries. Pardon me. Um, what else about cranberries? They too have antioxidants and minerals and fiber that help with digestion. But for me, it's not it's not my go-to, but it's on the list. I think I put more cranberries on my salads during lunch, like during my, my green salads. And maybe it's more like the craisins <laughs> to help sweeten up the salad if I if I want to sweeten it or I'll do some raisins. Um, moving on, kiwi. Kiwi has a lot of vitamin C, it's rich in potassium, and it has a significant amount of fiber. So again, fiber digestion is going to help with digestion. Potassium and fiber also help aid uh, digestion. Certain kiwis can be tart. They're delicious, but they can be tart. So I don't really like the green kiwi. I don't get that a lot. My mom would buy green kiwis when I was a kid growing up, um, and I really, I would eat them, but um, they're pretty tart. So then I moved to Florida and some years after being here, I learned that there's yellow kiwi. So the outside looks similar to the green kiwi, but when you cut it open, it's yellow and it's much sweeter. And I prefer that one. And it has potassium and fiber as well. So it's a good look too. Let's talk about eggs because eggs have a good and a bad rep. So they were shunned in the past because they're high in dietary cholesterol, but they're actually a healthy source of proteins and nutrients like vitamin D. One large raw egg contains nearly seven grams of protein and two micrograms of vitamin D. Yes, eggs have cholesterol, 
But some evidence suggests that they don't increase the risk of heart disease. So there was a study, it was published in 2018, and it found that people who, ha who ate eggs had an 11% lower risk of heart disease. If overall you're choosing lean proteins and not eating a ton of fat and cholesterol, then eggs are a great thing to add to your diet. So again, you're eating balanced meals, you're not picking out on high cholesterol stuff, you're not frying a lot of your food, you're not eating fast food all the time, you're not eating french fries all the time. So eggs are not contributing to that bad diet or that high cholesterol. So they're, they're an option. But again, I would recommend that you not make them an everyday option. I wouldn't. Um, because eggs, you know, it's meat, it's chicken. And so you want to eat a conservative amount of meat. You don't want to have meat in every meal, I suggest. Um, I recommend having some meals that are just basically fruit and veggies and no processed uh, fake meat. Greek yogurt is on the list for breakfast items, as are plant-based milk and yogurt. So we know soy products can be a good plant-based alternative to cow milk. Soy products have protein, calcium, and vitamin D. Um, but the Department of agriculture does not consider plant-based plant milk and yogurt like ones made with oat, almond, and coconut as part of the dairy group. So um, go figure, but they are not considered dairy. Um, there's different nutrients in plant-based products. The ones that I just mentioned, that oat, almond, and coconut, um, they have calcium, they have dietary fiber, protein, vitamin B12, vitamin D. Um, so you don't want to overconsume though in plant-based products that have a lot of added sugar and saturated fat and sodium. Nuts and seeds are also a great addition um, to our diet throughout the day, um, and especially during breakfast. Nuts and seeds are a good source of protein when they're paired with other foods, especially if you're someone that doesn't eat eggs or dairy. So you can replace those with nuts and seeds. You can also find essential fiber, healthy fats, and vitamins in nuts and seeds. Um, nuts such as cashews, Almonds are great nuts to eat, as well as walnuts and pecans. I'm not a big fan of walnuts or pecans. I only eat pecans and pecan pie during the holidays, but I like cashews and almonds. Um, peanuts are not necessarily healthy for you, so I would stay away from peanuts, and obviously, especially if you have a peanut allergy. Pumpkin seeds are great. I love pumpkin seeds, as are, get this, watermelon seeds. So when I'm eating watermelon, I eat the seeds. Those seeds are healthy for you. They are good for you. They contain fiber. So eat the watermelon seeds too. And I, I just love pumpkin seeds and I love sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds are also considered a brain love food as are walnuts and cashews and almonds. Obviously, if you're getting these nuts and they're drenched in sugar and honey and all these different things, you know, there's these derivatives of how you can buy nuts nuts can actually prove to be unhealthy for you depending on your usual diet and if you have any health conditions. So if you're a diabetic, you shouldn't be eating nuts that are dipped in sugar and cinnamon and crap like that. Um, cinnamon, yes, by itself, but not with sugar. Um, you should try to eat plain cashews, plain almonds, um, and not, uh, not indulge in the ones or overindulge in the ones that have a lot of salt. Um, there's also a few other things on the list of items we can have for breakfast. I mentioned to you cereal already. You want to be selective about the type of cereal you're eating. Something with at least five grams of fiber and less than five grams of sugar would be the best bet. 
Um, you want the cereal to have whole grains so that way you get your fiber, your vitamin Bs, your iron, your other nutrients. Um, try to eat your cereal with non-dairy milk, some kind of alternative. You can also mix in some fruit so that way you get your fruit for the day. Oatmeal is the other option if you don't want to have cereal. Remember on good times. <laughs> They ate oatmeal every morning. So Florida knew what she was doing. The old school breakfast option of oatmeal, it just has so many benefits. Oats contain beta glucan, which is a type of fiber that's shown to help lower cholesterol when we eat it regularly. Oats are also rich in phosphorus, magnesium, iron, and zinc. We know oats can help improve immunity. They have antioxidants. You keep hearing me say that we need antioxidants in our life. If you're not eating things with antioxidants, you are going to have inflammation somewhere, whether it's in your joints, in your, your blood vessels, in your brain, around your heart, whatever it is, you're not going to get rid of those free radicals. Those free radicals are what create inflammation, some of the process of creating inflammation. Um, oats also support digestive health, and oatmeal is just a healthy choice. So you can sweeten it a little bit if you want with some fresh fruit, put a little bit of cinnamon, and cinnamon pardon me, and some nuts. Um and I will cheat at times and put some brown sugar. So, hey, I like brown sugar in it. Um, another food to eat for breakfast, another option is whole wheat bread. I hope you guys are making a grocery list from this episode. This is a great grocery list to have. Um, just listing, just creating a list of all the things that I'm mentioning to you so that you can pick these items up in the grocery store. Whole wheat bread over white bread. Carbs are a breakfast mainstay. We know that. The type of carbs that you choose will make a difference overall in the health of your meal. So whole grain bread, um, like whole wheat or rye, if you want to add more fiber to your diet, rye would be a good option. You can top your bread with, mm, there it is, eggs again, or avocado or nut butter. So this would be a great way to fill, to because these things are filling. Um, almond butter, um, can also be spread on your whole grain bread. Almond butter is an excellent alter alternate um, for protein. Almond butter is uh, packed full of monounsaturated fat, which is a good substitute for saturated fat. Um, and it just pairs well on bread or paired with a banana or an apple. Um, Flaxseed is also mentioned as a good or a healthy breakfast item. Flaxseed can be added to a smoothie or to a bowl of cereal. Um, flaxseed is full of omega-3 fatty acids, fiber, and lignan. You guys have heard me mention salmon for our omega-3 fatty acids, but let's say you're allergic to fish. Have some flaxseed. Flax seeds are anti-inflammatory, so they help with inflammation. We get some antioxidants, uh, um, excuse me, some antioxidants out of them, which helps again to get rid of those uh, free radicals. And flaxseed is a great addition to a diabetic's meal plan because it's rich in fiber and it helps to manage blood sugar. Don't eat it raw or unripe because because flaxseed can contain toxic compounds. So let me say it again, do not eat flaxseed raw or unripe because of the toxic compounds. So you want to be careful with that. Woo, we have gone through a lot of stuff. Woo, woo, woo. Haven't really said much about dairy. I said a little bit about it when talking about milks, different milk and um, 
If you're going to have dairy, make sure you're choosing low-fat dairy um, and you want it to be fortified with vitamin D and rich with some calcium. We talked about um, replacing it with plant-based stuff, which again, um, the Department of Agriculture does not consider that to be dairy. Um, these uh, plant-based items, they are not dairy. So just to do a quick review, there are a variety of breakfast staples. I listed several on tonight's episode. You can consume these things. They will provide you with nutrients, energy, protein, that good, consistent energy to get you throughout your day. And I want you to, to ensure your kids are having a healthy breakfast in the morning. Don't send them out with just a Pop-Tart or give them an Eggo waffle and call that breakfast because we know waffles are full of carbohydrates. So they're going to have a peak, a rush of sugar, which is going to make them feel energized and then it's going to plummet. So that's where they get tired and, and feel fatigued. So oftentimes with kids, it's the diet that's affecting their mood and their mental health. Their diet ain't right. When their diet ain't right, they can't act right. You are what you eat. Kids are not um, mature enough or don't have the mental capacity to overcome when they have these types of sensations from a poor diet. So this is why it's so important for us to ensure our kids get a healthy breakfast in the morning, whether they're eating the eggs with fruit and some cereal, the healthy cereal, or if it's oatmeal, the whole grain cereal, any of the fruit that I mentioned, and starting your kid young and teaching them will help them throughout the years because it's what they're used to. They understand this is what we eat for breakfast. So they should not be expecting eggs, bacon, and toast every morning. I hope this episode was helpful to you all to help with managing your day and um, starting your day by having a healthy, balanced breakfast. And um, this is pertinent to mental health and wellness because again, you are what you eat. You are what you eat physically and mentally. And that's what I want people to understand. If you are not eating healthy, I always ask my, my patients about their diets. If you're not eating healthy, how can you expect to feel like you're at the top of your game? There's no way you can if you're not putting in your body the things that your brain and your body needs. We have to create or make these feel-good chemicals from the substrates we get from the food that we eat. When we have protein, it's broken down into certain amino acids. These amino acids are used to help create these endorphins, our neurotransmitters, our feel-good chemicals, the dopamine. You know, we need tyrosine for that the norepinephrine and the serotonin, tryptophan. So there are just certain things we have to add to um, our body because we're not going to be able to manage making these things naturally without giving our body the substrates and the nutrients it needs to create these things. So keep that in mind. If you're feeling tired all the time, it may not be that it's your thyroid. It may not be that you're depressed. It could be that it's your diet. So share this episode with a loved one. If you listen to this and you're not a follower, please subscribe. Please uh, encourage your family and loved ones to subscribe. I try to um, educate folks in the world of mental health and wellness. This is a free um, podcast. I don't require any type of payment for these episodes that drop on Sunday nights. Um, and if you're already subscribed, I really, I appreciate you and much love and many blessings to you. Everybody say brain love, brain love.
It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes, learn from them, and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.